Yo, what is going on, everyone? It's your boy Colt, and today is Tuesday, September 13th. And uh, this episode of Outside the Box is going to be covering the week two batch of NFL games. Last week, we made all of our predictions for all 16 games, uh, but we actually saw one tie. So, in our standings, we're keeping track of everyone's record. Uh, it's only going to be 15 games. So, Chiggs, we have, we have Chiggs and Joe here again. Chiggs, you went nine and six. I went eight and seven. Joe went seven and eight. You know, week one, we're a little rusty. I think all three of us are definitely going to have better weeks. But, you know, last last week was an incredible batch of games. We saw a couple OT games. The Monday night game between the Broncos and the Seahawks was awesome. So uh, for week two, we're hoping for, for an even better batch of games, I would say. Uh, starting us off, though, Chargers and the Chiefs, Thursday night football. This is the first game on Amazon Prime TV. We're going to see Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreet calling games. Uh, should be very, very entertaining. And this is actually going to be my game of the week. I think this is going to be very competitive. Two AFC West squads, both of them won their games. And although Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, they dominated in Arizona. Mahomes had 350 passing yards and five TDs. I'm still going to take the Chargers here. I really liked what I saw. They battled against the Raiders. And, uh, you know, the Chiefs, I wouldn't really call it a statement game. You know, the Cardinals, I have them going 6-11, and 7-10 and 10 this year. They are a below-average team. Well, the Raiders, I think they can have 11 or 12 wins. So the Chargers had a statement win at home, and they're going to go into Arrowhead and, and take the W. It's my game of the week. I think it's going to be 28-27. to 27. I know Keenan Allen went down, uh, but Justin Herbert just finds a way to get it done. I'm sure Eckler is going to be involved a lot more. Um, this game really could go either way. I, both teams have incredible offenses, but I, I really liked what I saw from Herbert and company. So I'm going to take the Chargers in this one just by one point, though. Is Keenan officially out next week, or is he just questionable? Uh, he's, he's listed he's as questionable. But he, yeah, he's, he's rejected zero in fantasy, and when that happens, yes. generally he's leaning towards out. Okay. So basically uh, he's having some issues down south. Um. <laughs> We're going to start week two off with also the game of the week. I am taking the Chiefs over the Chargers, though. Um, I'm a big Chargers guy. You guys have heard that on the podcast from before. But uh, the way the Chiefs looked last week without Tyreek Hill, it's almost like they are better without him. It just They turned a pretty decent – decently – no. They turned a good Cardinals team into a below-average team. Their coach sucks. Uh, quarterbacks iffy. I mean, they were also missing a whole D line, but not going to use that. Like, the Chiefs dominated last week, and they proved why they could still be top dog uh, come playoff times. But will this continue? We don't know. Uh, they could have been like the Packers, who absolutely sucked balls this past week. But uh, I think the Chiefs are over the Chargers 35 31 game of the week. Uh, player of the game, I'll go MVS. All right. Um, not my game of the week, but a very good game. I got the Chargers winning this game, thirty-three to thirty. Not on a game-winning field goal. Um, yeah, Justin Herbert. Even even without Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert is. I'd say a lot of people picked him for MVP. He's got he's got a good shot. I'd say he's in that top five mix at MVP. Uh, Austin Eckler, he's. Uh, Top seven running back. He's a beast. Um, yeah, their offense is really good, and their defense um, is really good, too. I, I, uh, J.C. Jackson's still out. But, um, yeah, Mahomes, uh, he played great, but he played, he played a banged-up Cardinals team. They had so many injuries. It doesn't really shock me that much. Um, and I got the Chargers win this game, 33-30, uh, to 30, advancing to 2-0. If I had to give my player the game pick here, um, you know, I'd like to say a guy like Juju or MVS or Miko because those guys were involved heavily in the offense. Even Edward Hilaire scored two touchdowns. But I feel like in this close game that I have them playing, remember the finals will be 28-27, I think Mahomes is going to lean on the guy that he, you know, built that chemistry with, and that's Travis Kelsey. I know he had an amazing week last week. But, you know, when he has to go to a game-winning drive, we saw it last season in Buffalo, in the, or in Kansas City against Buffalo, in that crazy back-and-forth OT game. Kelsey was his guy. If, you know, it's tight in the fourth quarter, Mahomes is going to go to Kelsey. So, I, that Kelsey's going to be my player of the game. Uh, getting into our Sunday games, though, two teams – nope, I forgot Pittsburgh won. It's going to be the Patriots against the Steelers. 
Pittsburgh did not deserve to win because yeah. uh, they are so bad at football, but so is New England. So really what? this game could go either way. I know New England probably looked bo- like bottom three, bottom five team uh, in week one. I, I have them winning, though, 20 to 10. <laughs> this game, really, Joe was saying, this game, a lot of these games could go either way, and you'll see that when we, when we keep going down. I think the Patriots win this one just by 10 points. Not going to be a blowout. But I think Mac Jones, you know, gets into a little bit of a rhythm. I think Belichick needs to realize that he needs to run the ball a bit more, and that's, you know, obviously going to get Ramondre and Damian Harris involved. Both of those guys are very serviceable. Uh, and then for Pittsburgh, Money Mitch ain't going to start you off 2-0, and unfortunately. I know Mike Tomlin loves to work his magic, but with T.J. Watt possibly being out for an extended period of time, you know, that is, that is not good. And, you know, a good reason why T.J. Watt is so good is because Cam Hayward's on that other side. The offensive lines have to focus on both. Now that T.J. Watt's out, Cam Hayward's going to get double teamed, and they're going to have no pass rush at all. Mac Jones is going to be very comfortable throwing some strikes into Devontae Parker or Jacoby Myers or maybe even Hunter Henry. Um, for Pittsburgh, I just I don't like the offense, especially with Najee in a walking boot at the end of last game. Give me New England here, 20-10. to 10. All right. Um, to be honest, I, I did say a lot of games could go either way. But, I mean, the more – so, like, going into the season, I did have the Patriots, I think, at 8-9 or 9-8. and eight. So, obviously – with a coach like Bill Belichick, you're not going to have a lo- terrible losing season. You're always going to win games. I just don't see this being one of them. I have the Steelers over the Patriots 24-21, a very close game. Uh, Tomlin and Belichick have had amazing games the past few uh, – well, it's been a while since they've been coaching against each other. It's always competitive. It's always fun. I wish this, this was a later game because it it always brings good excitement. But – with Mitch Trubisky and Mac Jones at quarterbacks now, now I could see why this game is played at noon. Um, but for the Patriots, I just don't see one of those wins coming now. They're going to start 0-2. Uh, Steelers will move to 2-0. Uh, I'll say player of the game. I'll go Claypool. Um. Give me the Patriots over the Steelers, also by 10. I got them winning 23-13. to 13. Um, I said the Steelers are going to win last week uh, as my upset, and they did. Um, a lot of missed field goals. It was a pretty crazy game. Um, but I don't see that happening. Like Cole said, I don't see uh, Money Mitch starting off 2-0. and It just doesn't fit my in my world. Uh, Najee might be out. I don't even know. Uh, Patriots, I, I really don't like the Patriots this year. But I really don't like the Steelers. So this game was almost my crap uh, fest of the week. But um, I don't think it, it has that caliber yet. I'm going to go with the Patriots winning a defensive battle. Mac Jones uh, doing a little bit of math. Give me the Patriots winning 23-13. to 13. All right, getting into our next game, we have the Carolina Panthers and the New York Giants. The Panthers, I don't want to say they disappointed me, but – they disappointed me. I mean, you lost to Cleveland, for God's sake. Uh, the Giants did the opposite of that. They, they knocked off Tennessee, just like I said. Um, and I think they, they David versus Goliath their way into this one, too. I think they start 2-0. and I can't believe I'm saying that. Shout out to Sam Prince. Uh, the Giants are going to take this one 23-20. Now, uh, there's no denying it. I'm a Baker fanboy. I love what he does. But, you know, something about Saquaz, baby. I know he's on the fantasy team, but... I like him a lot. And another thing that I didn't like a lot was the lack of Christian McCaffrey in that week one game. You know, he had 15 fantasy points, but, you know, beforehand he was getting 25, 30 points a game. When you have a guy with that much skill and he's just built and talented, you got to give him the football. I know it's a new quarterback, but I, I don't think it matters. You know, Baker is comfortable with handing the ball off. We saw him and Nick Chubb do just fine in Cleveland. I, it doesn't even matter, you know, throw it to him out of the backfield, hand it off to him, you know, just like, you know, how Debo Samuel gets the ball in San Francisco, you need to put the ball in your playmaker's hands, and in this case, that's Christian McCaffrey, uh, and the Giants are following that same philosophy, they're feeding Saquon, they're feeding him, he had like 20-something touches. Are they feeding um, him? Say it again? Are they feeding him? They're feeding him, like, like Zeke, like a prime Zeke, uh, and until... I see proof of Carolina doing that. I'm going to have them keep losing uh, in these close nail-biter matchups. I think New York starts off 2-0. and 
I'd like to make two announcements real quick. Judge just hit home run number 57, and the Twins have a no-hitter through the seventh. Sorry, just had to get that We'll keep that. that. Yeah, that'll be, uh, that'll be watched. Um, so, Panthers over Giants. I like what you said about the David Goliath. That was a very good comparison there for the Giants. Um, I could see the Giants being like the Panthers and Broncos last season, uh, starting off 3-0 and then pooping their pants. But uh, last week was a tough game, and I think I really liked Matt Rule as a head coach, but I think his time should oh. be over. It, they, like, they tweeted that out today that they have not won a home game in a full year, and that is oh, that is bad. Oh. Giants, it knocked off the Titans, who have won the division two years in a row. Maybe even three, I forget. But that was a pretty big win for Brian Dayball. He's got some big balls. Uh, a lot of, really? there was a lot of, a lot of jokes on Instagram about his balls and how big they were. But <laughs> I do have this as my shit fest of the week, even though this could turn into a good game. But I do have the Panthers over the Giants, 21-17. I like the Panthers too much for them to lose this game, but if the Giants win, it's it's not going to be a big deal. I mean, for the standings, it will be, but not in my heart. Yeah, uh, once again, I don't really like either of these teams this year. Um, I got the Panthers winning 24-10. to 10. Um, I don't really remember how Baker did. Um, last week, I, I think he did decent, but I think he's going to step it up a little bit better uh, against the Giants. Uh, Saquon is – I mean, he is back. He is – he, he is insane. Oh, um, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think you can just – I think the Panthers are going to find a situation for Saquon where they start shutting him down a little bit and then at the pass. And when Denny Dimes pass, that means interceptions. Um, yeah, you really got to start feeding Christian McCaffrey. He had, I think, 10 carries last game. You got to give him 20-plus. And then you got to give him – you got to give him at least 10 targets in the backfield. I mean, he's just that good to not give him the football. You give him the football, you win some games. And if you do that this game, which I think they will, they will win this game, twenty-four to ten. I I can see Carolina almost being the team with bad luck. You know, we saw the Vikings like that in twenty twenty-one, and kind of the Lions. We saw the Chargers. Joe loves to bring that up back in twenty twenty. I had you know the Panthers lost a nail biter last week, and I think they lose a nail biter again. I have them losing by three, but I think the key to this game for them is going to be getting to Daniel Jones in the backfield. Daniel Jones made his 39th career start yesterday. You guys might have seen this stat. He had his 38th career fumble. That man cannot hold on to the football to save his life. So if he is going to drop back to pass, get to him quickly. And, you know, the Panthers have – they have Brian Burns. They can definitely get to him. Uh, so we'll see come Sunday. Getting our next, our, getting into our next game, it's going to be the shit fest of the week, the Jets and the Browns and – in this game, you know, I, I like Chiggs was saying before, I really don't like either of these teams, especially with Joe Flacco under center. But I, much like Mitch, I cannot see Jacoby Brissett going 2 0. So I'm going to give this game to the Jets. I think they win 17 to 6. Nick Chubb can only take you so far, especially with him not having the best hands. Uh, Joe Flacco threw for 315 yards, very under the radar. I feel like that was the least talked about game just because they didn't get into the end zone. Um, Michael Carter was a solid option for fantasy. The Jets aren't, you know, they. I guess the final score didn't tell the didn't tell the whole story from week one, and I think you know they show that their defense can really step it up. Sauce Gardner, we all love him; he's great. Um, DJ defense is just really solid, so I think they hold Cleveland to two field goals. And you know they're not going to put a put on you know a real a real show offensively. They put up seventeen points. That's going to be enough to win for them. Um, so they, they take this one in my shit fest of the week. Um, I will say last week watching the Browns beat the Panthers, it, they like, so without having Watson, obviously that's a big miss. And I will say Brissett actually looked decent. I like, I'm a big Jacoby Brissett hater. I hate that guy, but he actually looked decent and it almost felt like the Browns had more of a game plan. You saw both running backs get involved. I know they did it last year, but it felt more efficient. Um, versus a good Panthers defense as well. So that's promising. The Jets don't have as good as of a defense. So we'll see how that works this weekend. But I have the Browns over the Jets, 22-17. Um, what you said about Joe Flacco, I love Joe Flacco. I, he, sh- he should have been starting over Wilson because Zach Wilson sucks so bad. Oh, oh, but, oh, terrible take. I also think, like what you said, uh, 
he threw for three fifteen. You said, yeah, yeah. I also feel like Matt Ryan wasn't talked about. He almost threw for four hundred passing yards last week, and they still almost lost. They tied, but um, uh, as much as I hate to see the Browns go two and zero to start, I think it will happen. The Jets are just a hot mess. Uh, Robert saying Salah saying, "Oh, we're gonna keep the receipts." Like you're re- keeping receipts on an zero and seventeen season. Come on, whoa. So yeah. <laughs> Um, I got the Browns win this game twenty to thirteen. I'm a shithead of the week. Um, <laughs> I, I I hate Jacoby Brissett. Josh Dobbs should be starting over him. He, I mean, Brissett's not bad. Obviously, he had some Tennessee bias, but dude, Josh Dobbs is a beast. He, he was great in um preseason. All right, besides point. Uh, yeah, I got the Browns <laughs> win this game. Uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt are just dominant. Kareem Hunt scored the touchdowns. Nick Chubb get a bunch of yards. Um. Yeah, they're they're like they're bread and butter right there. Oh, they're 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 so good. Uh, Amari Cooper didn't really do that much. Uh, that's not really what we expect, expect out of them is to throw the ball deep. We still have to run the ball and play play good defense. And I think that's exactly what they're gonna do this game. Playing against the Trash Jets, I think this is where they get their second win. Start off two and zero. All right, getting into our next game, little AFC South matchup, the Indianapolis Colts and the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I think much like the Joliet West Varsity Tigers, the Jaguars are going to start off 0-4, 0-5. So I'm gonna, okay, I'm all right. That means Indianapolis is going to take this one. I think they win 26-18. to 18. Jonathan Taylor, I was mentioning uh, Saquon Barkley. Jonathan Taylor had the most touches out of any running back with 31 carries, a couple catches out of the backfield. Oh. Uh, if they continue to do that, it's just a recipe for success. You know, they lost to these guys. If they won, if they won the game week 18, they would have gotten in the playoffs. They're not going to make that mistake again. You know, everyone, all the ETN heads are talking about, oh, my God, he's going to carry the offense. He didn't. James Robinson had, what, one, two touchdowns? ETN yeah. sucks. He's not a game changer. Trevor Lawrence couldn't motivate me to do my homework. I mean, he uh, he <laughs> couldn't motivate – I saw that. He couldn't, make he couldn't motivate me to like eat a donut or something. I don't know, but he just has the personality of like a towel, of a blanket. <laughs> and the the guy is soulless, and that's why Matt Ryan Uh-oh. company, specifically Jonathan Taylor, I could see him having a three four touchdown game like he did against Buffalo uh, a season ago. Give me Indy in this one. They pick up their first win of the season. Wow, personality with towel. He's just, yeah, he's he's not a good motivator. I can tell you that. Um. So this is not my upset of the week. I have the Jags over the Colts, twenty-one to twenty. Yeah, that's what I have. Um, it's just I I think the Colts after tying to the Texans last week, I could see a coaching change being made after this game. You're starting to oh one and one against teams you should have both beat. Um, a lot of people are talking about oh it's the quarterback situation. Oh, yeah, really, but. It's more and more getting put on Frank Wright. Their defense is too good, and you have an amazing O-line with an all-star running back just not to keep putting surfacing points and winning games. And it's just – it's weird. But the Jags played pretty well last week. Uh, excuse me. Fell just short of having a comeback – or no. Were they – yeah. Come no, back they back. got came back on. Or was it? Yeah, Carson Wentz let him downfield. Oh, yeah, because then Lawrence threw the pick. That's where Doug Peterson's first year as head coach of Jags. I think he'll be a great head coach there for the future. But <clears throat> Trevor Lawrence had a rough time on that last drive where he threw that pick, and that was just too – that was bad. But uh, I think the Troy Hudak stat line of the game will go to uh, Marvin Jones, who will have no catches for no yards. <laughs> um, the Colts, not, like, have – uh, I don't even know. But the Colts normally lose, like the Jags and stuff, which is terrible teams. But this year, I don't think it happens. I think the, the Colts went 40-27. to 27. Big offensive game from the Colts. Um, Michael Pittman Jr. and Matt Ryan are perfect. Everyone was talking about Michael Pittman's going to boom, he's going to do this, and they were right. He is going to be so good. Obviously, Jonathan Taylor in the backfield getting 30 carries. He's, he's going he's gonna to do good if you give him 30 carries. And their offense played – Pretty good against the Texans. Uh, only scored 20, but, um, yeah, I think they double that score and, and score 40 on the Jags' defense. Michael Pittman might go for two touchdowns. Taylor might go for three. It's going to be a very, very offensive game, and I don't even know if the Jags will stop the Colts once. It's going to be that impressive. 
the Jacks suck. They might get the first pick three seasons in a row. Um, getting them a nice game is going to be the upset of the week. This team actually upset them last year. I think it was on Thursday Night Football. It's going to be the Dolphins and the Ravens. I didn't really have too good of an upset pick, so this is really the best it's going to get. I guess maybe Giants against the Panthers. Um, I have the Dolphins winning this one 35 to 27. And this isn't so much about how much I like Miami. I guess it is a little bit. You know, I got Jalen Waddle on a fancy team. Scored a tutty. Thank you very much, Jalen. But it's going to be how unimpressed I was with Baltimore uh, facing against the Jets. You know, from what I saw is Lamar and company were getting stopped, and Lamar had like maybe 20 yards on the ground. He needs to be getting 50, 60, 70 rushing yards for him to, you know, be at his peak, playing at his top level. Um, and he just didn't do that. So maybe, you know, John Harbaugh and company, they change up the game plan, they get him going on the ground, and they win this ball game. But unfortunately, I just think Tua and Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, such a high-tempo offense, is going to get the job done. And, you know, the defense is nothing to snooze at. We saw Melvin Ingram, new addition. He got a touchdown. Javon Holland got a pick in the end zone early in the game. The defense is young and promising very, very similarly to the Joliet West varsity volleyball team. I agree. Um, I agree. The varsity volleyball team of 2021. They were promising. Yeah. Um, so I think peak Dolphins, right this is going to be a very, very competitive game. <laughs> and this really could go either way. You know, we're going to keep saying it again. A lot of these games are going to be close. This Miami one's going to be no different. I think they win by one touchdown and a two-point conversion, 35-27. Um, I do agree on the competitive standpoint for this game, but I think there's a point at this game where it just gets out of hand. I have the Ravens winning 33-17. Um, last year, did Lamar play? Oh, he had the shits this game, wasn't it? <laughs> Wait, what? Remember when he ran to the locker room? Was this that game or no? No, that was that was against Cleveland. Oh yeah, you're right. The shit's God. Um, <laughs> I think yeah, I think the Ravens win this game, thirty-three seventeen. Uh, Dolphins. I liked what they did against the Patriots because the Patriots are well known for their defense standpoint. Um, but I just I like the Ravens a lot this year. I just do not see Tua hanging on in this game. Maybe we're tied 17-17 at half, but then they pull Seahawks and don't score any points at the 17 marker, but they're not going to win the game like the Seahawks did. So, Ravens uh, will win this game. I say Lamar rushes for 85, newly acquired quarterback for my fantasy team. Um, But, yeah, I think it will be a competitive game, and it will just be a – total blowout like Cole <laughs> Pearson's house on yeah. Sunday someday in August I don't know no I agree um no I'm just kidding I don't um well, give me the upset my upset of the week also with Cole uh, I got the Dolphins winning 30 to 23 I didn't really have any good upsets I think I guess it's technically an upset not really um Tyreek Hill in his first game the Dolphin played pretty uh, played really well actually I think he had like eight receptions for like 90 yards or something. He played good. Um, excuse me. Oh, God. Um, I think we're going to see that again, actually. I think we're going to see Tua and Tyreek. I think we're going to see more deep balls from them. Um, everyone saw that one-handed Tyreek snag they had. I think Tyreek's going to score two touchdowns, both on 40-plus yard catches. 40-plus yard catches. Tua's going to show off that arm a little bit. And um, I think the right, I think the Dolphins are going to play really good against Lamar Jackson, actually. going to shut down, make him make pass. And that's gonna that's gonna lead to interceptions. That's gonna lead, and those turnovers are gonna lead to points. And those points are gonna lead to the Dolphins winning in my upset of the week. Oh. <laughs> All right, going into our next game, the Buccaneers and the Saints. The Saints continuously win these regular season matchups. Um, I know history repeats itself. Happens time and time again. I'm gonna take Tampa Bay here, though. Oh. I loved what I saw from the defense. Held Dallas, who was the number one offense in 2021, held them to three points the entire game at home. 93,000 packed into AT&T Stadium. Dallas put up three points. The only team to not score a touchdown. I loved what I saw. I don't think New Orleans is going to put up three. I think they put up a little more than that. But you know, if Brady and company can keep things cooking, Fournette gets it going on the ground. Uh, that's a recipe for success, and we could very well see Tom Brady playing in his like 12, 13 Super Bowl, 11, something like that. Um, I think it'd be number 11. 
So I'm going to take Tampa Bay here. 28-24, it's going to be very close. Tampa Bay is not very good against running backs in the passing game, and we know our boy Alvin Kamara loves to catch those passes. So uh, it could be very competitive. My player of the game here, you know, Chris Godwin went down with a little bit of a – it was a leg injury, something like that. Give me Mike Evans here, but don't be surprised if Julio Jones goes off. He could be – I know I just traded him away to Joe today, this morning. Uh, Julio Jones could very well return to his old form. Only time will tell. <laughs> Give me Tampa Bay here, though. Uh, not going upset either for this one either. I got Saints over the Bucks, seventeen fourteen. Uh, you said you brought up the history point. Uh, yeah, there's history. Dennis Allen owns the Bucks. Um, Bucks offense looked brutal last week. Like, I know they won, but like it was just like constantly stopping right at the 20 to 30 yard line. They're field moving. Goal. Huh? No, nah, I was saying they were moving the ball well. And it just yeah, it was just <laughs> constantly getting stopped right there, right around. So obviously that's going to be a big issue. So maybe they'll kink it out in practice this week. <laughs> they'll, they'll figure it out. I don't know. But I think the Saints win this one 17-14. Uh, Will Lutz will hit a game-winning <laughs> field goal. Oh, I get to play the yard game. Dibs, dibs, dibs. Cole, all right. all right, Zeke, count us down. All right, three, two, one. Forty-five. 50. Oh, close. We're close, but we'll 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 Lutz will hit a game-winning field goal, send the Saints to two and zero, oh, and the Tampa Bay Bucks to one and one. <laughs> um, I got the Bucks winning this game, twenty-two to eighteen. Like Joe said, their offense was good, but they just couldn't capitalize in the uh, the red zone, kind of like the uh, the Broncos. Why the but the Seahawks won. Um, I love what I saw from Leonard Fournette. They were, re- they were really feeding him the ball, giving him big holes to run through. <laughs> Funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, he had 130. He had 130 rushing yards. Um, a, a couple a couple receptions, a couple targets. Um, but overall, really clean game. Yeah, Chris Godwin got hurt again, so he's out. Uh, Mike Evans is gonna is gonna shine this game too. Mike Evans and Julio Jones, just like Cole said, are gonna do great. Um, also see a big game from Alvin Kamara. The Saints came out really, really flat against the Falcons. So Alvin Kamara didn't really have a big role. They couldn't run the ball. They had to pass the ball the whole time. But I think they're going to start off early, and I think Kamara's going to get um, – he's going to get targeted. He's going he's to get touches early on, and that's going to lead to points. But not enough. Uh, give me TB12 in the Bucks winning. Getting into our next game, another game in Detroit. Detroit gets two straight home games. They're going to be playing the Washington Commanders. Both teams are 1-0. Both teams – oh, God damn it, Detroit lost. Both teams were in very close games. Detroit could have won. And they made a little bit of a comeback there. Uh, the reason why I said they won is because their offense played so well. I was really impressed with what I saw there. Swifty was great. Jamal Williams had two tutties. Um, and Ross St. Brown continued his, his dominance, I guess. He had 12 targets, like 21 fantasy points. He was very solid. Um the Lions here. The Lions put up what thirty-five points last week. I think they put up forty-four points this week. Wow. Um, I like what Golf was doing. He was moving the ball, high tempo, Swifty. You know, gets it done. He, he's he's in his prime right now. This is the best you're going to see DeAndre Swift play, and I'm very excited. He's on the fantasy team. I like what he's doing. And this is no knock on Carson Wentz. You know, twenty points. You know, it's not ideal, but it's it's nothing to sneeze at. You know, he's got some young receivers. You know, he's still working on his chemistry with Curtis Samuel and McLaurin. Both of those guys got tutties, though, and Jahan. Wait, so Samuel had two tutties, Dotson got two tutties, and McLaurin got a tutty. Samuel only had one. Oh, damn it. <laughs> um, no, Samuel had one on the ground because they had five touchdowns. Yeah, he had one on the ground. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Still, you know, we saw some great stuff. I would like to see Antonio Gibson. Uh, get a little bit more involved. McKissick is always there. Oh, he was a, involved. A bit of a vulture. I know. Not really in the red zone, though. Uh, teams are going to kick down to that. Teams with a good secondary. I don't know if you want to put Detroit in that category. <laughs> Their secondary is just kind of a meh. Probably below average. You know, they they allowed A.J. Brown to just go off on them. Um, so I'm going to take Detroit here in a landslide, I would say. 44-20. But, you know, this is no knock on Washington. I have them making a wild card spot because they have a bit of an easier schedule, especially with Dak Prescott going down. That could really – that could help them get a couple more wins. But give me Detroit here. I think they, they get in the win column. 
Um, I also have Detroit putting up the same amount of points they put up last week. They're winning thirty-five to twenty-four. Um, safety. Uh, I really like the way the Commanders look last week, but obviously Carson Wentz still looked like Carson Wentz, just a little less. Um, he was able to beat the Jags this year, so everybody clap it up for Carson Wentz. There we go. There we go. But uh, Dan Campbell, he's biting off kneecaps, and Riverboat Ron just. He's just he's floating right now. He's, Damn, he's doing Daniel something he cannot do right now, and he, he's just he's just floating. And you got to get out of the treading waters, and you, you got to make a push. So Dan Campbell will win this game, and the Lions will move to one and one, and so will the Commanders. <clears throat> um, I also at the Lions uh, winning twenty seven to twenty one. Offense looked spectacular. Um, last game, but the defense did not. AJ Brown and Jalen Hurst is going to be is also going to be special this year. They're going to be they, they fit each other like peanut butter and jelly this time. Um, this guy is saying today. Yeah, I mean, uh, that. What am I talking about? Uh, the Lions. Yeah, they played great. Uh, both running backs. You know, DeAndre Swift getting the yards, getting the getting the the targets, getting the receptions, getting all that. Jamal Williams finishing off in the goal line. They played great. Not enough, but they played great. Defense, though, played like played like a piece of crap. Um, uh, Terry McLaurin might be in for a very big game. Uh, Lions cornerbacks are brutal. Um, but I don't think it's going to be enough. Terry McLaurin might have two touchdowns, but the Lions offense looked too good for me to not take them this week. So I got them winning 27-21. to All right, getting into our next game, we have – the Seahawks and the 49ers. Uh, both teams did not impress me. I know Geno Smith picked up a W, but, I mean, that second half from that offense was terrible. They scored, what, zero second-half points? Zero. I was not a big fan of that. The defense, I was a big fan of. Jamal Adams going down. Pete Carroll said it was pretty serious. That I don't like. Um, you know, but if we see first-half Geno, this game is going to be competitive, and I think that's exactly what we see. I think we see first half Geno, and then in the second half, we're going to see second half Geno. It's going to it's going to be kind of an exact replica of Week One. Uh, obviously, the conditions were not ideal for Trey Lance and the Niners in Week One in that monsoon that was. Uh, so I think the play is significantly better, and I think they pick up the W this week, twenty seven twenty three. It's going to be very very close. I would not be surprised if Seattle won this game, uh, but. Again, they're not going to be at home this week. They don't have the fans on their side, and that plays a big factor. Um, but, yeah, they were one field goal away. It was a deep field goal. They are one field, field goal away from being 0-1. Uh, I don't want to say they got lucky, but they kind of did. You know, some goal, some goal line fumbles really, really helped them out there. Uh, so, give me San Fran in this one. Both teams are not going to make the playoffs. Um, but Trey Lance is going to keep making those progressions, I, th- I think. I don't <laughs> really like it because I don't like him. But give me the Niners here by four. Um, I do not have this as an upset of the week either. I have the Seahawks being oh. 49ers, 31-28. Um, I liked what I saw from watching the recap of the first half of the game. Geno Smith was electric the first half. What was he, like 20 for like – I think he missed like – yeah, I think he missed like one pass. Who do you guys have week three? Um, some crap ass team. I don't know who it is, but I know is it they're the Giants. Bad. It might be because I, I, I'll get actually I'll get into it. Well, the Giants could start four. No, I was more I think about that because they win this week for they Seattle got is Atlanta. Oh yeah, who is it? Atlanta. Atlanta. All right, never mind. But um, I think see uh Seahawks and 49ers always have some pretty high scoring games. Uh, usually get into like mid, both teams in the twenties. Both teams maybe thirty twenty high twenties. Um, I do not have a game-winning field goal for this game, but uh, 49ers are still a hot mess. Jimmy G should be playing football for this team. He's winning you games, and you're complaining. Uh, I just They're trying to make a way for Trey Lance to work, and I'm a huge Trey Lance fan, but he still needs a little more time. Like, yeah, last week's conditions weren't the best, but his balls were still, like, they were just, ugh. Um, but... Uh, I think this is going to be a very big game for Kenneth Walker. I'm expecting. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say two touchdowns for maybe. Is he for sure five yards? In? Is he in this week? Uh, oh, he is in. Pete announced he is in. Yeah, he's in. 
But uh, big big win for the Seahawks here, thirty-one twenty-eight. I don't disagree with the count. I don't think he'll get seventy-five yards. Um, there's it, there's no way he gets more than ten carries. He might get like some goal line touches if Penny's hurt. Or oh, he's getting. I, he's getting but he, he might get the touch. Um, yeah, Seahawks versus Niners. I got the Seahawks winning twenty-four to twenty. Um, I said Seahawks are starting four and zero. I'm gonna stick by it. But after that four and zero, it's gonna be a a big landslide. Um. Yeah, Seattle's always owned the Niners for years. I mean, centuries. We always own them. We always somehow beat them, even if they're better than us or go one and one against them. I think that's the instance this year. I think we're going to go one and one against them, and this is going to be our first dub against them. Um, I want to see more DK Metcalf. Uh, I think he'll he'll play a big role. He always plays good against the Niners. Uh, Rashad Penny and Kenneth Walker, eh, decent games. Uh, Geno Smith, I was either thinking he's going to do decent above average or he's going to play terrible it's, if he plays terrible we're going to lose by 20 if he plays decent we'll win by four um our defense was great uh against the broncos our pass rush love that new defense our, our our defense uh, our pass rush was actually very good which is very surprising because past couple of years it has not been you know you know his defensive coordinator he was last year right no da bears uh yeah, I got I got the Seahawks winning this game by four, and I think it's gonna be a very good game. They're always good games. They wrote me off, and I ain't right back though. <laughs> yeah, that was a fire fire lineup. Drake will probably use that in like his, his next album or something. But getting into our next game, the Atlanta Falcons are going to SoFi Stadium to face the LA Rams. Both teams picked up. I don't want to call it heartbreaker for the Rams. You kind of expected a loss there against Buffalo. They're very talented, but Atlanta choked yet again. Another lead. Um, this is gonna be my lock of the week, though. I think the Rams win thirty-four to three. And Joe, you mentioned earlier the Troy Hudak stat line. I think Marcus Mariota is gonna be on his Evan Gould type sheet. Uh, <laughs> not nearly seven interceptions like we saw Evan throw against Plaint Police last year, but I think three or four is definitely in the realm of possibility for Mister Mariota. Uh, I think it's very possible he throws more picks than the the Falcons score points. I think they pick up one field goal by the young Ho very early on in the game. <laughs> But it's going to be all Rams after that, baby. 34-3. to three. I know Stafford, according to Joe, cannot throw the ball. But it's going to be the Akers and Henderson show, baby. Pound that rock. And uh, maybe maybe throw in a tutty or two from A-Rob and Cup. And that's going to be a very large win for L.A. as they get in the win column. I mean, I wasn't going to say much. And I'm still not going to say much. This is my lock of the week. The Rams will be over the Falcons. <laughs> for- 522 and I have like the Falcons scoring all 22 points in the fourth quarter because of garbage time shit. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say. This is a lock and a half. If they lose this week, Rams have some serious trouble. And by the way, the Minnesota Twins are two outs away from finishing that no hitter. Nice. Um, I got the Falcons. I'm just kidding. I got the Rams win this game 30 to 17. Um, I'm still not giving up on Akers yet. I still think he, um, he could be that RB1. I, I, I didn't really like that. But uh, this is going to be, once again, the Cooper Cup show. He might have three touchdowns. Yes! He's going to be he's going, he's going to be so good this game. Matt Stafford, instead of throwing one pick or one touchdown in three picks, he's going to throw three touchdowns in one pick. And they're really going to flip it around. Defense is going to play great. Um, yeah, I – there's literally no way. I don't know why I didn't put this in my lock of the week, but yeah, I don't think there's a way they lose this game. Uh, all right, getting into our next game, the Cardinals and the Raiders. Both teams did not impress in week one, uh, specifically more the defense, and I guess Derek Carr didn't perform too well down the stretch for the Raiders, but the Cardinals' hat was a mess. So, uh, you know, the Cardinals disappointed me a little more, so I'm going to give this one to Vegas. Uh, I think they win this one 27-17. to 17. Uh, I saw in an Instagram comment section that it is indeed double XP weekend for Call of Duty. So that is just the cherry <laughs> on top for me. This could be potential lock of the week situation here. I'm not going to give it a complete lock, though, because you never know with Derek Carr. You know, some, some weeks he's yeah, – I feel like Derek Carr is kind of like a sneaky baker, but people don't don't want to admit that. But, you know, sometimes Derek Carr just does not look that good. But Devontae Adams looked so good. He had like – 30, 32 fantasy points, something like that. Uh, lots of targets, lots of yards, lots of touchdowns for him. I think he could, we can see that uh, be repeated. Uh, this game is going to be played in the Death Star in Vegas. And I just think the Raider fans are going to pop out. And the 
Raiders are going to win. Um, I have the Cardinals winning 27-21. I had them winning last week. I'm going to double down again. I, I'm, I'm puking myself right now because I cannot believe, like, oh, but, like, I think, uh, didn't they play each other last year or no? I don't know, but it is the Chandler Jones revenge game. I know that. Ooh, I, yeah. But uh, I still think, I, to be honest, I feel like this is going to be a very boring game. I just don't have much to say. But uh, I feel like Daniel Carlson's going to have a little bit of a Troy Hudak kicking stat line. Uh, I know, yeah, six for seven, whatever. You guys are facing fucking Romeo Vilsky. Pardon my language. But <laughs> – we're going to smell some Joliet West here and maybe miss two extra points. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Maybe a field. I, I don't know. I, we won't get into it. But uh, Cardinals over the Raiders, 27-21. Um, <clears throat> give me the Raiders over the Cardinals, 29-27. to um, I don't know why I said uh, it's, I think it's going to be a slow-scoring game. Yeah, the Cardinals are just – they're just beat. I mean, their entire team's either dead or injured. I don't, I don't even know what's going on. Um, yeah. I think Kyler Murray played pretty good um, for, his, for his game. If Rondell Moore is playing this game, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a huge role. I think he's gonna do very good. Possibly a hundred receiving yards, not a touchdown, but a hundred receiving yards for Rondell Moore. He's like a, he's like a mini Christian Kirk, but he's. I, I think he's better than Christian Kirk. He's more athletic. He's he's fast. Say what? He's all that. Um. Yeah, Chandler Jones' revenge game, he might have 17 sacks like he did week one last year. He might have five sacks on uh, Kyler. But, um, yeah, I, I got the Raiders win this game. Devontae Adams is cook up once again. The Cardinals cornerbacks are all, are brutal. Um, yeah, give me Hunter Renfro and Devontae Adams for both big games. All right, getting into our next game, uh, Broncos country, let's ride, facing against the Houston Texans. Um I think Denver always has their games pretty close, just like we saw uh, just last night uh, in Seattle. I think this is going to be another close game. I think much like the Joliet West Tigers, uh, the Texans are going to lose by four, just like they did against Manuka. Uh, the Broncos are going to win this one 21-17. to 17. I think Davis Mills is going to get the ball in his hands late in the game, and much like Carl Bue is just going to choke it uh, on that last drive, maybe throw a pick inside the 10. I don't know. Uh, give me Denver here. I hopefully the running backs don't fumble. Maybe the the red zone offense looks a little more efficient, uh, kind of similarly to the Manuka Indians. But give me Denver here. They finally get in the win column and uh, start to compete for that AFC West title. Uh, I don't mean to Balls toot my own horn. I, I don't mean to toot my own horn, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's going to be my upset of the week. Oh my god! I have the Texans over the Broncos, thirty-one twenty-two. Um, it's just, I, this is just like, a, this, I felt it in the gut. Uh, I can't really say much about this game, but like I foresaw it in the future and Broncos are going to struggle a little bit this game. And I think Lovey Smith is like, yeah, I'm that man. I'm that man. And he's going to win this game. So, uh, expect a big game from Nico Collins. Um, this is my lock of the week. I have the Broncos winning. I'm going to change my score. I'm winning 60 to nothing. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson is going to be pissed off because he lost to his former team. What an embarrassment. Um, but yeah, he's going to go out and score probably six touchdowns before he gets pulled from the game. Um, uh, I don't think there's going to be a big game from, eh, never mind. Big games from both receivers, Judy and Sutton. They're both very good. Uh, Javante Williams. I mean, they're, they're, the whole offense is going to play a big role. Uh, the tight ends were really um, used in the Seattle game, and I, and I like that. They played good, but they couldn't capitalize in inside the red zone, which I think they're going to do today or next week. Sorry. So, yeah, I got a winning 60 to nothing. Um, Broncos country. Jesus Christ. All right. Getting into our next game, this is going to be the final day game. It's going to be the Bengals against the Cowboys. Uh, you know, a lot of people are calling this, you know, a blowout. I don't think it's, it's going to be a blowout. And the reason that the people are, are saying this is because Dak Prescott uh, got surgery on his hand yesterday. He's going to miss uh, some serious time. So it's Cooper Rush's team. You know, some people are talking about a trade for Jimmy G. I just don't think that's likely. And even if it is, how likely is it that he plays his first week? He's going to have to learn the offense a bit. So Cooper Rush is going to be the guy under center. 
Um, I have since he went in this one 28 to 14. Uh, I don't think Dallas could showed up. You know, there's so much talent uh, everywhere else in the field, much like Seattle. You know, Seattle, they did lose their franchise QB, but they have some offensive weapons. They have Jamal Adams. You know, they have some guys on defense that are serviceable, much like Dallas. Dallas may be even better. So I know a quarterback is a huge part, and, you know, sometimes the difference between a win and a loss, which I don't think that's going to happen here, but Cooper Rush is going to keep him in the game and that defense and the weapons that they have. Since he wins 28-14, to 14, they had a very, very ugly week one performance at home against Pittsburgh. You can't expect Joe Burrow to throw four picks again. One of those, honestly, maybe even two of those weren't extremely his fault. That T.J. Watt play was crazy. Um, you can never expect that. Uh, but they, they get in the win column this week, 28-14. Kind of an easy game, but it's not going to be a blowout. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree. I think... Why are you going to have to disagree? Hmm. But wait, hold on. You have Dallas winning? No, 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 no. Oh. Like, what the hell? Blowouts. Yeah, that would have been my upset. But uh, we're going to go Bengals over the Cowboys, 35-10. I think Joe Burrow... What? Throw seven. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, actually, you know what? Joe Burrow's gonna throw seven touchdowns, just like Jonah Williams did against oh, Manuka Week One, Bolingbrook. Um, nice. Cooper Rush is just bad. I think Cam Newton. They were talking about Cam Newton today. I think he had a better shot to lead this team to a win here. But uh, just the Cowboys are gonna have to play catch up. They're going to have to play catch-up, and it's going to be like – it's going to have to be dark red catch-up to get back in the game if they want a playoff spot, which I did have them missing out. I have both teams in this game missing out in the playoffs. So, oh, and there goes the no-hitter. Um, yes. But it's it just – I it, it ugh, I just want to puke looking at the Cowboys right now. There we go. go yeah. Um, I got the Bengals winning this game 35-14. to 14. Um, I don't even know who Cooper Rush is. I, I really don't. Uh, both of their touchdowns are going to be garbage time when uh, there's like 10 minutes left in the fourth quarter. Or, four, Jesus. Wait, yeah, fourth quarter. Oops. Um, yeah, Joe Burrow's going to have a bounce back game. He threw four. He had five turnovers, six turnover against the, uh, the Steelers. Um, I mean, that's just terrible. I don't know how you do that. It's like the game against the Bears last year. Um, yeah, so I think he's going to bounce back, throw for five touchdowns, maybe four. Two to Jamar Chase, one to T. Higgins, and one to Joe Mixon. Uh, it's going to be a big offensive game, and the Cowboys, I mean, they, they got CeeDee Lamb and a fat running back. That's all they got. <laughs> yeah, give me the Bengals. All right, going into Sunday night football, it's going to be the Bears against the Packers at Lambeau Field. And I was talking to Joe before this. I feel like it would be maybe a bit of a closer game, maybe even a Bears win if it was being played at Soldier Field. And that's just because, you know, the Bears fans are rowdy, especially when they're playing against their, their number one rival. And it just doesn't seem like Aaron Rodgers has that chemistry down with his wideouts. But, you know, the Lambo, the Packer fans are just as passionate as, as those Bears fans. And they're going to be bringing it. So I think the Packers are going to win. I think very much like the Plainfield North Tigers – um, last Friday, they're going to score you know, upwards of 40 points in the first half, possibly. <laughs> then they slow it down a bit. I think the Packers win this one 48-27. to 27. Fields and company, oh, you know, they're going to figure it out late in the game. Joe, the ball's right back in your court. Uh, but, you know, on a serious note, I really like what I saw from Fields uh, in that second half against the Niners. Battled the conditions. The secondary, oh my god, was chef's kiss, baby. Kyler Gordon, Brisker, Jalen Johnson, Eddie Jackson. All of the guys were doing so much math. I loved it. And uh, hopefully we continue that. Uh, but I just think Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon and Rodgers, you know, that for some reason they just play so much better when they're playing against Chicago. Uh, this is not a knock in Chicago. I think they pick up two more wins in weeks three and four, and that's against Houston and the Giants. Um, but give me Green Bay in this one. Uh, oh, once again, it's not my upset. No, I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> I have the Packers over the Bears 24-23. A very close game here. I feel like the atmosphere, yes, playing at Lambeau is tough, but Fields played last year, and the Bears, what, were up at halftime. They were, with Matt Nagy, they were winning a football game against the Packers going to halftime. That does not happen often. Um, last year against, uh, what, we lost, was it like 2010 too? So, like, obviously, 
the games are closer than they have been. But uh, I like Flus and how the defense has been working. Rogers still has not clicked, and I still think it won't click again this week. It will click enough to get a win, but that's just because the Bears' offense isn't there yet. Uh, very close game. Uh, Packers over the Bears, 24-23. No game-winning field goal. Um, but, yeah, I think a very competitive game. It will be a very enjoyable Sunday night football. We will, Us Bears fans will be able to watch the full game this time. <laughs> um. Uh, give me the oh, me. sorry. Give me the pack uh. over the Bears, thirty-three to twenty-three. I'm gonna be honest. I really didn't watch the Bears game like at all. Uh, I mean, I'm not a Bears fan, but I didn't watch it. At all. It, it was an absolute snooze fest to like the end when Justin Fields started to do a little bit of math. Um, same thing happened last year. I mean, Aaron Rodgers plays like a piece of crap. Everyone's just like, oh my god, the Packers suck, dude. They're gonna get second in the division. They're gonna get third in the division. No, no, they're not. Um, they they own the Bears, and I think it's going to be one of those one of those games. It could be one of those games where Aaron Jones gets like forty points, or it's going to be AJ Dillon gets like twenty five, and Aaron Jones gets like ten. It's going to be like like it was last week. It's either going to be last week or Aaron Jones is going to get thirty five, and AJ Dillon's going to get five. Um, yeah, I, I don't I don't really know what to say about the Packers receivers. I think their best receiver is AJ Dillon or Aaron Jones. Um, yeah, that's really all I got to say. Just feed those two, uh, two, two of the best guys in your offense besides uh, the man behind center. Uh, yeah, that's really all I got. Now, that very well could be the case for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, just like last year. Uh, I would say the Packers easily won the division after that poor week one. And I just don't think that's going to be the case this year. I ha- still think they win the division, but it's going to be an upward battle, just like the Joliet West Tigers trying to claw back into the playoffs after their 0-3 start, just for you know a plethora of reasons. They lost their offensive coordinator. He's now the head coach of the Packers. They lost their quarterback coach, who's now the offensive coordinator for the Bears. They still have LaFleur, who's an absolute mastermind. I've said that. They lost their all-pro wide receiver one, future Hall of Famer in Devontae Adams. They lost their all-pro pass rusher to division rival Minnesota. Minnesota got so much better. I almost said Green Bay got so much worse. But, you know, it's still Aaron Rodgers, the back-to-back MVP. I think they win the division, but it's not going to be with ease. I think it's, you know, it's, the Packers fans are going to get a little bit uncomfortable. And I think it's going to be, uh, you know, no, possibly I, week I, 17, I, week, week 18. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I think the Vikings have a good shot. Coming first, but. Uh-huh. All right, getting to our Monday night games, we have two of those this week. The first one is going to be an AFC matchup. Two teams that year in and year out make the playoffs. I don't know about this year for Tennessee, though. It's Tennessee Titans against the Buffalo Bills. Uh, Bills dominated in week one. That's going to be no different. They take the throw. I'm going to be pretty quick with this one. Bills win 54-17. to uh, Derrick Henry's getting older. Coming off a foot injury. Uh, you know, they, they need to give him the ball. But even if he, he is getting the ball, the offensive line isn't great. He's getting, you know, he's only getting older, only getting slower. And uh, Josh Allen is only getting better, baby. I think he lights it up. Yeah, uh, first home game. This is going to be one of the few home games in Buffalo where the weather's going to be nice. It's going to be a a pass heavy game for the, for that Buffalo offense. And I think Diggs and Jamison Crowder and Isaiah McKenzie and whoever wants to catch the football is going to catch that football. Maybe maybe even a little bit of Gabe Davis too. Give me the Bills in this one by a whole lot. I'm going to need you to stop lying right now because the Titans are winning this football game over the Bills, twenty eight to seven. Really? How is that time? God damn it. Randy will hit that fucking game-winning field goal oh. because I predicted it last week, and his ass didn't make it. I'm sorry, but I'm mad. Z, I'll let you take this one. Um, right. Randy will hit a field goal from three, two, one. 37. Nah. All right, we were close. We're getting closer every time. But Randy cannot miss this time. If he misses this time, he's not going to have a home. He's not going to have a job. And now people are tweeting about you, bra, and now your life's over. What, this, what happened to Bra? Uh, yes, what happened to Bra? This is going to be Randy if he doesn't make this field goal. This is a big win. This would be a nice win. You lose to the Giants, who's our awful team, and you come back and you knock off the top dog. They're, these games, these two are always exciting. I think Derrick Henry rushes for 150, two touchdowns, gets me Ooh. my fantasy points. Jesus. Randy. Joe's going to have a big week. Randy, <laughs> Randy Bullock is a good friend of the show. We would hate to see him get fired. Fat so Randy. Don't lose your job. Take somebody's job, Randy. You take your job back, damn it. Take it. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to lie. I 
I'm not really feel, feeling confident about my score prediction. I'm I'm feeling confident in life winning, but I I forgot the Bills were home and it's gonna be nice. Um, but I got the Bills winning 20, 21 to seventeen. Um, I thought you were about to talk like seventy to zero. I don't I don't know. Um, I think it's gonna be one of those Josh Allen games where you know he, he he'll still play good to like get the uh, to get the dub, but he won't play that good. Um, I, I mean, according to Triggs, he is not a top five quarterback. No, I, I I take that back. He's he's number three. Um, <laughs> yeah, another big game from Allen. Possibly, uh, God damn it, no, another big game from Diggs. Uh, Gabe Davis is, you know, I I I, th- I think Gabe Davis is going to be a steal in fantasy drafts. Uh, everyone liked him coming coming out of the playoffs, and they just for some reason stopped liking him. I don't I don't know why, but I think he's going to be good. Um, yeah, Bills won this game only by four. Uh, 20, 21 to 17. Uh, yeah, that's all I got. To be quite frank with you, in Buffalo, there's just too much cock for for the for one rock, especially if they bring in Odell Beckham. And that's, you know, part of the big reason why I traded away Stefan Diggs. You know, there's going to be some weeks where he just does not score a lot of points. I don't this week, uh, but, yeah, just too much cock for one rock. Yeah. Getting into our final game, though, the second of two Monday night football games, it's going to be the Vikings and the Eagles. Both teams uh, are looking to perform better than they did last season. Uh, honestly, I can see these two teams being the one and two seeds in the NFC. That's how impressed I was with both of their week one performances. Uh, give me the Eagles here, 32 to 19. You know, maybe the new Minnesota regime with Kevin O'Connell is a bit different, but I have never seen the Minnesota Vikings offense perform incredible two weeks in a row. You know, maybe 2022, new year, new Vikings. That that could be different. That could change. Uh, but from going on from what going off of what I know, uh, Kirk Cousins, especially on Monday night, is not going to get the job done. Give me Philly uh, and Jalen Hurts and AJ Brown and everyone they got in that offense. Uh, you know, another 30 plus point outing. That's going to be very solid. Uh, there were four touchdowns scored by the the Philadelphia Eagles offense. Five touchdowns. All five were on the ground. There, uh, Jalen Hurts got in the end zone. Boston Scott got in the end zone. Miles Sanders got in the end zone. And Kenneth Gainwell got in the end zone. So if you're a fantasy owner, you don't even know who to start. Uh, Miles Sanders got a good chunk of the yards. He was at like 90 to 100, somewhere in that range. Or like what I saw, they are pounding that rock. And when they're not, they are feeding A.J. Brown. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge Devonta Smith fan. Won the Heisman. In 2020, I think he's a good talent. It's unfortunate to see him not getting the football again. One week sample size that could very well change. So I'm hoping to see a little bit more of him in the offense. Uh, but I think Philly is going to continue their their quote unquote dominance offensively and uh, pick up a win against uh, Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. Uh, I have the Eagles winning. Over the Vikings, 35-17. Kirk Cousins never plays well on Monday night. Um, but I just – I I don't think the Vi- Vikings – they're a great team. It's just the Eagles are better. Uh, I think I said in my predictions, I, I think the Eagles are a Super Bowl team. I think I think they're, they're them. Uh, but, yeah, we're going to have Eagles over the Vikings. Don't don't hate the take. Uh, I, I my boot. I, I really switched with the Eagles. I I was like, yeah, they're 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 a good above average team, and now I'm like, they are an elite team. I got the Eagles winning thirty three to twenty seven. Um, wide receiver room is going to be literally perfect for Jalen Hurts. Devontae uh, Devontae Smith, like Cole said, I think he's getting involved. Uh, although I don't want it as an AJ Brown fantasy order. I, Fantasy owner, that's gonna that's what that ah, that's what's that's what's gonna make the offense even better. Uh, AJ Brown obviously is gonna be he's gonna be a baller again. Him and Jalen Hurts have an amazing connection. Um, what we did we saw big from the Vikings was the pass rush on uh, Aaron Rodgers, but I don't think that's gonna be big support for the Vikings today. Uh, you know, Eagles got an amazing offensive line. Jalen Hurts is quick; he can get out of the pocket fast, showing for some yards. I think he had like fifteen rushing attempts for like. 80 yards. I mean, that's just insane. Uh, he passed for zero touchdowns. Zero touchdowns and had 25 fantasy points. That's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, I think yeah. you got to feed, feed Devontae, feed uh, A.J. Brown, and you're going to win this game. Doesn't really matter about defense. Didn't matter last week. Doesn't matter this week. 
All right, that is going to conclude our week two predictions. I'm thinking about 16 and 0 this week for me. Maybe like 3 and 13 for Z Pop and like 1 and 15 for Joe the B. I can see it. <laughs> Definitely. God, I hate liars. Okay. Uh, we will see you guys next week for our week three predictions, and we can laugh about how right I was. We can laugh about how the Manuka Indians are 3 and 1 and the, the Juliet West Tigers are 0 and. That is so wrong. It is so true. Have a fantastic evening, everyone. Stay off the drugs and peace out.